Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith, while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 313, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, to be heard, and to become an influential voice in your industry with a podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, also known as the Podcasting Queen. Now, joining me on today's show is Tiago Nunes. Tiago, he is a martial artist. He is an optimist and an industrial thinker who loves to connect the dots between people and process. Now, Tiago's dream in life is to maximize the happiness of those in his surroundings so that moral development can flourish into our new normal. He accomplishes his why through a state of art innovative ethos mindset framework. And on today's show, he's going to share, listen to a God-given calling. He's going to talk about his story from failure to success into the journey of the unknown, as well as ethos, logos, and pathos communication approach. I hope I so pronounced that correctly. Welcome to the show. Fantastic, Anne-Marie. It's been uh, very well uh, practiced and rehearsed. You nailed all the major key points, what I call the science of happiness that leads us to moral development, uh, achieving uh, that goal that everybody strives for, that is excellence. Perfection, there is only one being that, in my opinion, is God that uh, is, is blessing me here to have this conversation with you today. And hopefully we have some fun. Yeah, absolutely. So let's dive in. Let's dive in. Listen to a God-given calling. I mean, obviously, that really um, is is central, is core to your why as well. But share a little bit more about what that means to you and maybe even give us a bit of an overview of how you were able to identify your God-given calling. Sounds good. So everything started, I was really young. I was holding my father's hand and looking up to the sky. My father is a retired aerospace engineer. So kind of the intelligent, the nerdy one we joke around in our family. And uh, I used to look to the sky, to those aircrafts flying. And I asked him, I was just a kid playing with Lego, trying to make sense of the world around me. And I said, hey, father, how do you make those aircrafts? You might, you might work hard. And he just would look down and uh, just give me an honest uh, reasoning, saying, yeah, we have a good team. We work hard. I see him leaving my house every day, 5 a.m., with a banana in his hand, which is funny for Brazilians. We joke about bananas, but it's high into energy. And he would come back later, uh, probably 6 p.m., and he said, we have a good team. We get they worked on. And in that time in Brazil, people were saying, you're ludicrous, right? You're going to found the aerospace division company. You guys hardly make bicycles. How are you going to make an aircraft to fly? Essentially, those guys got the job done. And uh, looking at the sky and those aircrafts flying, and my second question to him was, how do they fly, Father? Do they fly by itself? Now we're in almost self-driving cars. And a uh, kid is ingenuous and uh, he just 
believe that they fly. I said, no, look at those little dots there. That's people. I said, you're kidding, right? Because we see day to day, there's some car accidents. How did they can fly? How can they get so close to each other and never crash? And that essentially carved in my mind what I call the elements of high performance, uh, essentially going back all the way to the Greeks. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit today about ethos, logos, and pathos, the style of communication. And I was struck since my early ages with something that was a higher force that later on I got to understand that was God calling for me to share uh, a little bit about uh, how can we achieve happiness throughout the journey of happiness, uh, moral development, so we can flourish our purpose and achieve high performance anywhere, anytime uh, in, in this globe. So that's a little bit in a nutshell. <laughs> Love that. And I think though, you know, as you're sharing that, what I'm really getting a sense of is that, you know, every decision we make, everything we create is not just getting an outcome from an ego sense, you know, that it's going to contribute to to our company and our company alone, but really impact the lives of others and impact, you know, holistically as well. So it means you're being a really good steward, you know, and and, and being mindful of our decisions, what we're creating and, and how, of course, it's, it's, it's impacting those around us. When you think of you know, conversations that you may have with others. Identifying your calling can be something that many people struggle to really identify. How do I know that this really is where I'm meant to be? Share with us, if you will, what were some of the the things that um, was apparent for you that helped you really be clearly um, confident that this is really where I'm meant to be? This is really where God, God wants me to be. So what happened, uh, we have a philosophy uh, that I was blessed to be in touch since I was uh, really young, which is called the uh, Lean Way of Life. It came from the, the Japanese 1939, Mr. Ishiro Toyoda founded uh, Toyota. And uh, essentially, many companies in the world uh, copied uh, that uh, uh, we call moral code. And uh, later on, they created the Lean Institute and the whole uh, Lean methodology to develop organizations. And my father is a humble man. He came from a father that was a farmer and a mother that was uh, just uh, teaching uh, in uh, just a a school for the government in Brazil. And he had a very uh, early... Uh, beginning in his career, uh, thanks to his his way of thinking and uh, applying himself to try to be good at something. And he kind of passed down the virtue of uh, humility and uh, don't look to the others uh, around you. Just do your best, do the best work that you can. And uh, that, that wasn't in, in the beginning. But really, I found my calling in a near encounter uh, with God itself. I was driving. And uh, I was going for a business meeting uh, from a city to another city. And then my car, uh, I drive quite well. Uh, I work now in automotive, just to give you an idea here in Canada. And I understand 
really well uh, all the features of, of uh, a car and how to handle steering. I'm not a professional driver, but I have a very logic thinking. And it was raining, and my car kind of started to skid away, and uh, I could hydroplaning. I could not recover control. I did all the basics, just steer the wheel to the other side, reduce gear, gear, and essentially I could not recover control. And to the right, there, there's certainly death uh, where uh, it's, it's, it's a hill and uh, your car would crash and oh. probably I wouldn't be alive. And to my left, there's a possibility for me to park in the grass. And essentially, uh, after I did everything that was in my control, I surrendered control. So that was the second uh, thing that I, I, I learned in my life, which is you need to have a center. You need to be loyal to your beliefs. And uh, loyalty is very a huge value for me. And I just start praying. And uh, what happened uh, in that dark night with rain, something touched my heart. Uh, I saw a light. I don't want to get into the details what that light is. It's just like a flash that goes into your mind. And uh, the car parked itself. And uh, essentially nothing happened to me. So I'm here today to tell the tale thanks to the Lord and uh, hope that that touches other people's life as well. Yeah, fantastic. And thank goodness, because uh, I know you've contributed a lot and continue to um, in the areas that that you are working uh, in. And I love that you've mentioned around surrender, because sometimes we are looking for answers, seeking, 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 and it's in the stillness. For you, it wasn't so still. at at, at, (laughs) But the surrender, I think, um, is so key because then we often seek, you know, get the answers. So thank you for sharing that. Let's talk about something else that many of us uh, have experienced. We, we wish we hadn't, but, you know, through failure often yeah. can come in the, if, if we, we um, yeah, follow the right steps, of course, failure to success into the journey of unknown. Share some more around this. That's a great, great comment. Well, uh, let's start uh, from uh, getting to a corporate job. I was national sales manager at that time in one of uh, the largest oil companies uh, in the globe that shared uh, with only two more other players, major players. And essentially Brazil at that time, unfortunately we had a political instability such as we have currently. It's it's from time to time we have those turmoils going around there. And uh, uh, one of the major steel manufacturing uh, accounts that I had, uh, I started to shut down plants. They ended up laying uh, off about 3,000 employees. And again, I have an intuition. I, I was praying at that time still and calm and asking God, what do I do? Because uh, I built my career here from scratch. I became a national sales manager. I'm an oil specialist. And what do I do next? There might not be a future. There might not be a company. There might not be uh, even uh, uh, the segment in the, that I'm involved with a future for me. And essentially uh, praying for that uh, idea of God, give me an idea what to do. Uh, it was silly. I was walking into uh, the streets of the hometown called São José dos Campos, São Paulo in Brazil. And essentially uh, I found a little booklet saying idea program. And I said, oh, you must be kidding me, <laughs> right? Well, what the, it's not, cannot be so simple. So we try to overcomplicate. We try to question it. And I threw it into the desk, surely, and asked my wife, uh, 
what do you think about this? She said, well, I'm interested. She said, no, it can't be it. <laughs> so I just left there for a year. And essentially that program uh, was uh, to study abroad at the time was in Australia. And I said, well, how can I see my family? It's going to be far away and I'm family driven. And uh, well, with that idea sitting there, uh, we started to considering, okay, if, if Lord is telling me that I should go abroad and start over from from success to failure and just humble myself and start out again, then I'll do it. So we just uh, looked at Australia, Canada, and uh, United States. United States seems too far off because you cannot study and work at the same time, but Canada and Australia, you could. And uh, essentially, in Canada, I've been here before as an international student, so that's the reason why uh, I, I came back. So I said, okay, if uh, it's, that's the idea, let me just uh, pray and hope that Canada is the right one, not the original one, Australian. Sure, surely enough, it paid off. I'm here now for uh, almost five years. I've grew Mecca here about 300% back-to-back uh, -back in promotions or changing companies and financially about 200% in the last two years. And there's still more to come. And uh, essentially, it's nothing is my plan anymore. When I surrender the control, things just start to open into a golden ratio. And it's really miraculous that the more that uh, I'm loyal and uh, I hear the calling, and that's why I founded uh, the Eto's Mindset Group. Uh, throughout COVID-19, we were struggling. I said, well, how lucky I am. I understand my values, which is a hard part of our brains to organize. And I ask people, what are your values? And they cannot write into simple words, imagine sentences or have an essay. And uh, corporate uh, doesn't do a good job to develop people, neither does schools. So again, I was I was here uh, feeling blessed that uh, I had the opportunity to stud study such topic for over a decade. And I said, well, somebody needs to share it. And I decided to organize and uh, some light came to me and I organized 10 years of research in one hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Amazing. I love the way that you shared that because, you know, so often there's, there's a number of different things in that area. Number one is you know, recognizing that there was a path in front of you that would, as you mentioned, that would have, re that required you to say goodbye to everything that you'd built up, you know, and sometimes, you know, the surrendering you had to sacrifice too, but in doing so you put your absolute faith and trust that all would be well. And when we do that, we often need, you know, the Lord waits for us to step out in that because by doing that shows that you have absolute faith and trust that it will be fine. And the yeah. expectation, and and where um, you now find yourself, as you said, there's you've just scratched the surface. There's so many more incredible opportunities. Had you not surrendered and sacrificed what you'd already been built, you know, had built at that time, you would maybe not have experienced uh, where you are today. What were some of the things that you did? Look, hindsight is such an incredible teacher. I mean, going through that and acknowledging that, but actually stepping out and saying yes and packing up your family and so forth, what were some things that maybe you and maybe as a family did? And the reason I ask that is because now we're sitting in a, in a, a you know, globally in, in a situation that none of us have ever experienced. And and there may be some people that feel called to make 
a shift, a move that on the surface seems absolutely ridiculous. And as we know, God doesn't, it would be great mm. if he did, had a step by step and you're going to do this and it's all detail, but then it wouldn't be faith, would it? What, what are some insights you can share in that area to help someone who may be at the precipice of a decision that they have to make? That's that's a lovely question. Uh, well, uh, first, uh, learn uh, throughout my failure over and over, even to build the first Kahir and to rebuild the second, to not be as stubborn as I was and uh, trying to have all the details figured out. As you said, that uh, uh, the power of creativity and there's ways to unlock creativity. We can be 300% more creative. We can be 40% better as, as team players. We can be, if you're in sales, 50% more productive in sales just by being in a state of mind uh, where you're truly connected to uh, the higher force. And uh, there's uh, some exercises that can help, but essentially it's letting go uh, and the being that state in the moment, being present, uh, which is some call the flow state. And essentially I had to give up everything. I had no car in the first year here, although I could have bought it one. I had I had money, but I, I treated myself as a completely stranger into an unknown land and a, a student and I just started over. So for one whole cycle, I, I we and my wife, we had snow, we had rain, and we were taking the bus and uh, having entry-level jobs all the way, leaving from a corporate job to a retail job here for over a year and then uh, rebuilding the first management uh, uh, role here in Canada into automotive, so becoming assistant manager, general manager, and finally getting to where I am, where is the area business developer for automotive, and essentially I know I'll, I'll fly even higher where I was, because now I'm not really choosing where I need to be. It's I'm being placed where I should be. So it's, it's a completely nonsense, as you said, surrendering control, but it's truly it's truly, it truly feels that uh, uh, our weight has been removed from your shoulder. I was planning so much in the first career and I failed a lot, mainly because I was stubborn and was not listening. I think we all have those uh, those uh, failures and sometimes we need to relive that over and over again until finally we say, oh, Lord, you've got my attention. <laughs> you know, one of the things that I love about what you're sharing, and I know this to be true for me as well, that all of the experiences that the Lord has now, um, you know, you, you've now experienced has shaped your character, but has also given you knowledge and skills and development in areas that you continue to grow and expand. And I'm, you know, we know as Christians that we are knitted in our mother's womb. He knows what we were like. He knows what he's, he's you know, we are destined for if we trust that he will direct us. And so what I find really sad is when people live a life of unfulfilled destiny because they weren't willing to surrender to the creator, to the person who created them and knows the best. Yes. Yeah, this is very powerful. Uh, coming back from uh, our minds generate thoughts and thoughts generates communication and what we say has true power, uh, what we will become. And that's coming back out the way. We don't need to reinvent communication. We just need to study the ancient ones. And I'll touch a little bit now on Ito's logos yeah. and pathos. So uh, Ito's is pretty much our credibility that some people uh, mis misuse and 
and think about ego, but essentially is who we are and who uh, people perceive us uh, in a sense that are we building our uh, character and our value? And are we building the community, the companies, organizations that we want for the future? And many companies made billions of dollars just working with Ito's concept, such as Apple, Harley Davidson, and uh, it's using for commercial use, but uh, there you can do both. You can develop character. You can be truly good developing your your values, and uh, at the same time being a professional that gets the job done with uh, as close to excellency as possible. So that's the first first uh, golden triangle, part of the golden triangle that was left uh, for us. Uh, with the, the Greek way of communication coming from all the way back from Aristotle. And the second point is the logic part, which is our neocortex. Neuroscience proves that the front lobe of our brain is where is all the logic operates. And we need to be there. Uh, that's how we, uh, we create things. It's where creativity comes from. It's where intuition comes from. But uh, uh, we need to align also our emotions. And that's coming from the heart. Uh, which is the pathos. And it's proven by science that uh, feelings such as gratefulness, compassion, it changes how the way the heart beats and it creates a magnetic field surrounding us. So how powerful it is to understand uh, the golden triangle that somebody way, way back uh, uh taught us and really applying in our communications. Because if that statement that I said from the beginning is true, that thoughts become uh, words and words become things, then while well, we should be communicating better and learning how to uh, unlearn a little bit and relearn and learn again. So yes, it's uh, I talk a lot about the nonlinear thinking in a sense that I communicate in a style that I build value to the person that is in front of me. So for instance, if I have an engineer in front of me, I'll talk one way. If it's a lady from marketing or HR, I'll talk another way. And essentially we need to be bringing value to the person that is in front of us. And that's the first element to develop uh, excellence in my opinion. Mm-hmm. When you think of the current situation that, that we are all in worldwide, what are some of the things that you hope um, is going to be not only part of what businesses, maybe in, in their change in approach of doing business, but really become a core, one of their core values of this is how we're going to do business moving forward because not only are we um, – you know, generating income and, and revenue and profits for our, you know, shareholders, our stakeholders, our company, but everything that we do is going to impact others because we are all now, the worldwide, being impacted by things that happened in a different country that all of a sudden, you know, it, we've all been impacted, which means that every action, every decision that we make here in our individual countries is one way going to trickle through and, and impact others. What are some of the things that you would like to see changed or maybe do more of um, thinking? Yeah, would love to, to hear your thoughts. So uh, all uh, companies uh, that are serious about uh, leaving a legacy, uh, they should have uh, a very well-written 
vision statement, mission statement, and aims. Companies that use core values right now is a little bit outdated. It's been proven by Professor Jordan B. Peterson, that is a professor from the University of Toronto, well reputed that our way, our brain works better with aims, and uh, it's it's like a sprint, a short run to achieve a goal. And it's okay to be uh, not okay and sell, tell to our people that we don't practice our core values, but we have their aim to strive for and having that uh, clarity with the mission and the vision alignment and everybody in, in the company, and I mean every single one from the guy that is sweeping the floor to the CEO should have their own purpose statement. It's only two lines. It's an exercise that uh, uh, many uh, high uh level um, corporate developers are, are, are using and it's, it's easily accessible now. So developing a purpose statement for each of us, I, I like the philosophy from that comes from Japan. And then again, I'm biased to the Japanese culture as I studied a lot, which is a tool called Ikigai. And uh, Ikigai means uh, legacy. And essentially, you said my in the beginning, which is uh, to develop happiness to everyone in my surroundings so that can moral development flourish in our societies in order to achieve high performance. And the verb that I'm, I want to be remembered once I'm not here in this earth, in earth is happiness. And everybody's different. Others want to inspire. Other wanna, others want to be remembered for someone that has wisdom. And uh, But we need that. We need everyone to find their purpose. And uh, essentially, in 1990s, they asked for a guy that was mopping the floor in NASA, in ASA, and asked the hen with uh, what he what are you doing uh, in this sector and instead of saying i'm mopping the floor in section a b c room uh tree or uh, essentially oh i'm here leaving the floor spotless here's the checklist he said quote I'm helping the man to go to the moon. And nobody can argue that aerospace uh, is the only thing that developed capitalism. It's Elon Musk is working so hard uh, to take us out from the earth because a virus can take us away. <laughs> uh, so aerospace is undeniable and essential need. And uh, you only achieve that throughout organizations that have a purpose. And uh, most importantly, every single one in the organization do an exercise with their HR team to find their own purpose and work as a true team. So that's yeah. something I'd like to see okay. more develop. Yeah, because then when you hear the example that you just gave, that as that man is doing his, his work and, and mopping the floors, he knows that he's contributing to sending a man to the moon or a woman to the moon or both to the or moon. Um, yeah. And there's a sense of real fulfillment and meaning. And why I love what you've shared that, I mean, I might have mentioned to you, and I'm sure I've mentioned on the previous shows, um, my background is in career coaching, career development. And one of the top reasons why people left roles uh, was because that they just didn't feel fulfilled or that they would still, be, believe it or not, they would still show up to roles with a fear of moving, making a change, um, feeling unfulfilled. And that was because they didn't really know uh, what fulfilled them, what their purpose was. So I think it's encouraging, as you've said, your team. And even if you've got a small team, and maybe if you're a team of one, do you really know what, yeah. 
why? Why are you doing your work? You know, what is the purpose and how is it impacting uh, the greater good? And as, you know, through the, through the lens of uh, Tiago, are you bringing happiness to your own life and are you contributing to, to support others uh, in being happy? So I love that. Now, by the way, we've got Frederico who is here. Let me um, share All some. Right. Lean, the way to live a good life. Yes. Yes, Absolutely. yes. And Ikigai, the tool to understand your purpose. Loved it. It's a great tool, isn't it? Um, I'm sure if people Google it, they'll be able to find uh, a graphic which identifies. There's a lot of components in into uh, that particular um, tool. So great to have you here, Frederico. Yeah, awesome. Uh, Frederico is, is somebody very lovely as well. Also somebody that uh, develops his relationship with the Lord. I spoke with him as a friend. So it's good to have him. So the second point uh, that you asked me something that uh, so the purpose is something that I would, I would like to have more uh, ingrained into the corporate organizations in the world. The thing that I, I'd like to see develop that nobody is actually doing it. Uh, only 3% of the companies in Brazil are doing it right. Uh, source from 2012 when I did my MBA and only 8% of the companies were doing globally. Source again from my MBA resource uh, 2012 and probably didn't change much because uh, it, 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 the numbers were just uh, uh, something that shocked me is uh, companies and, and uh, in the organizations, government, they don't have their values uh uh, that are practiced by their employees. They, they say they have, it's on a website, it's a piece of paper, but once I go there and I measure it, uh, they're not really practicing what they preach. And I'm going to share here uh, with the audience what are mine and what are mine, it doesn't mean it's correct. It just took me uh, a heck long to develop. Sorry for my English. Uh, since I was a child, I practiced martial arts and I had to write it down even to pass my belt grading. And I studied my MBA into human resources, strategic management, and uh, trying to put some words into a part of a brain that there's no words. Uh, we learned through Simon Sinek that we have the why, which is the purpose, which is the center of our brain. And the how is where develop development is the what, which is the neocortex. Uh, so to, to learn something in, in the how state, it, it took me certainly 10 years and I'm still practicing it. Uh, the only two that I think I'm, I'm good at it is the first two. So the first one I mentioned from the beginning is loyalty. And I, I tend to be very loyal to those that I, I develop a relationship, my wife, uh, the Lord, uh, the people that I work with. And uh, if you ask them, they will see that I, I'm really committed and a hard worker. And that's probably the word that they would define. Oh, Tiago is a hard worker and he's always present and here to serve. The second one, it comes from Lin. It's uh, courage. In Japanese, means yuki. I'm very courageous. Uh, that shows that I moved from, from Canada, sorry, to Brazil, to Canada with no network, with uh, not much money, because our money here is three times less. And at one time, I had $100 in my account, but the Lord just paved everything. And uh, now we own property. We, we have a very good living, quality of living here. Uh, the third one is integrity and always striving to do the right thing every time. And that's really hard <laughs> to do the right thing every single 
single time, especially when nobody's watching. Hey, so it's it's, it's it develops character and build uh, that, and they have exercises to talk about integrity. Uh, the the fourth one is generosity. So uh, if you have something, not that you can spare, but can you truly? serve and help others, even if it means going out of your way. So eventually, uh, I'm very well known to holding doors to people that are behind me, and uh, I, I might lose time, right? And people think, why would you hold the door? The people is, is, is all the way in the back. Well, because I want to do something that is generous in that day. It can be very tiny. It doesn't need to, to change the word, but open the door. Or if you're a teenager, don't slam the door once you're getting home late at night so you don't wake up your parents, right? So do, doing these little things. Uh, the Lord watches us in the little things. So generosity. Patience is something that I'm still developing developing and it's i think it's hard for most of us and uh, sometimes i just st- sit, sit still brief do my mindful exercise trying to to see okay uh, am i going too fast am i going too slow and finding that that flow uh and uh, looking at the projects and uh, just seeking for guidance yes patience is something that always needs to be developed and i think the last one that i added uh not i think I, the last one that i added and uh, I think it's the hardest one for me personally to develop is humility. So my LinkedIn is there it's every single time I log in, I see it's the balance between humility and confidence. Often we tend to go to our egocentric side and I'm trying to to demol- demolish that as much as I can. So humility. So Yeah, I love uh, that you've shared that. Thank you. Because as I hear you sharing that, it really goes to show that not only have you identified what your core values are, which, which we have said many companies do, individuals do, but the fact that, you know, you're purposefully and intentionally living those out it's it's really important and the you know the the fact that you've even said the people that are around you would uh in their feedback of you uh say that these are things you know hard working these are things that are very much uh part of who you are continues to prove particularly as christian entrepreneurs you know there's a certain level of character and approach that we have been given to continue to exude and be, to live that out so that when people have interacted us, they may not know Jesus, but they have got to experience him in some small way because we're bringing the character of him, you know, in our interaction, which, as you said, can be really difficult, especially in challenging uh, situations. But that's when we need to take that step back and just bring it to prayer and say, Lord, you know, uh, help me, yeah, to be able to give you glory in 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 how I'm going to respect, re- respond, and and react in the situation. What a rich That's conversation it. we have had, uh, Tiago. For people who may have just heard about you, um, have loved what you have said, and they would love to connect with you, would LinkedIn be the best way? What what's the way that they can connect with you? LinkedIn is the best platform where we are a nonprofit organization, Ito's Mindset. It's, I'm going to found an institute when the Lord shows it's the right time. Uh, right now, I'm still developing my corporate career, but uh, I try to help 
people throughout my content that I post. I don't make any money out of it. It's just inspiration that I I, I feel blessed to have and share. So LinkedIn is a great way. Uh, we're formatting the company as an institute and still a lot to develop because we're volunteers around the dream. Uh, thank you, Frederico, for helping uh, in that project as well and other people that are in the ETHOS Mindset group uh, in WhatsApp. And uh, soon, uh, stay tuned, we'll roll out a website and we'll find ways to get uh, support for those that are needed and in, in most cases, uh, volunteer work. Uh, it's, it's, it's a calling that we all share, uh, which is uh, I'm proud to, to, to receive that calling and, and bring it forward to really serve and develop morality, which is such a huge theme that is being underutilized for, for, for generations. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, so true, so true. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Tiago. One of the things that I do at the end of this show, um, specifically this show, uh, is to just finish with a word of prayer. Can I do that for you today? I would love that. Okay, so let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity that we could hear uh, Tiago share his testimony and just encouraging words, Lord, that it is so important to uh, identify and, and to really allow you to speak uh, to us what is our calling, what is our purpose and, and your God-given purpose because when we align with the strengths that you've blessed us, the gifts uh, that you have, uh, yeah, well, really knitted in 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 our us from birth, that that is when we really can make not just an impact in our lives, but those around us with the knowledge, the experience uh, that you have uh, given us. Father, we just want to continue to pray and, and uphold Tiago and his family uh, in prayer. We continue to bless him. We continue to bless the work that they're doing with his nonprofit. Father, will you continue to, uh, for the people and for the organizations that you know can to support him, key stakeholders, that they will stay forward, that they will have the same vision. And really, Lord, that what will be fulfilled through that is uh, what you really have destined for that. Father, we know that we are living in challenging times. There are many organizations and, and, and businesses, solopreneurs, right through to large corporates who really are struggling. Father, it's so often to be um, to, to be confused, to, to have fear uh, rise up when we look at what's happening in the global e economy. But we know, Lord, that we do not put our faith and our trust in a global economy, but rather in heaven's economy. And that is endless. So, Father, we just ask for your guidance, for knowledge, for wisdom, for blueprints. Um, give them toast to the people, Father, and uh, to Tiago and his team um, that you've been building, you know, in them solid character. And, uh, yeah, the platforms that now we can bring that forward to light. But, of course, bringing you glory um, in all that we do. We just ask this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Tiago. Lovely to spend time with you. Yes, it's you truly too. my pleasure to see your smiley face. <laughs> you too. We only we we caught up last week, didn't we? Um, in on Zoom, and uh, I knew I was looking forward to to for you to share uh, this because you know we may be um, other ends of the world, but as we know, uh, Frederico, thank you, Anne Marie, to share this incredible interview. You are welcome. Yes, uh, Tiago certainly has, but it is so true. I mean, sometimes I think it takes an event such as this to to help us to realise that. My goodness, uh, even though we are on other sides of the planet, 
what yep. we do in this side of the world can impact what happens on the other side of the world. Mm-hmm. And live in different countries. We may be different nationalities, but we know as Christians, we are, you know, we are brothers and sisters in Christ. We will be, you know, living in the new heaven and the new earth down the track. And, um, you know, what we do now with this one, um, yeah, we can bring glory to him. So it's been a, a pleasure. To uh, yeah, to to share your story with the others. So thanks once again for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank everyone that tuned in and uh, continue to support Anne Marie and her great work. No wonder she's on uh, over three hundred episodes. <laughs> thanks, Yago. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.